heaven is definitely where I want to go when this life is over. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a land where joy shall be and the weary will be at rest. What's up, Confluencers? Welcome back, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence on blessed beats, the inspiration of hip-hop. This is your girl, Charlie Marcole, the sunshine that brightens your day. Happy Sunday to you. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of blessed beats, and it feels good to be back for another week to enlighten your airway and to make your day a little brighter and your burden feel a whole lot lighter. Thank you for tuning in with me on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. I have missed you, and I know you're probably what's going on with me. You're probably wondering, what's going on with Charlie? Well, you know, what have I been going through? A lot. How many times will Satan try me? A lot. How much does Jesus love you? A lot. And I have missed you a whole lot. Yes, a whole lot has happened since I was last live on the air, but I'm here. I'm still standing, still praying, still holding. I went to ATL last week for the Fearless Arthur Tour, and I met some beautiful people doing amazing things. And I even connected with some courageous souls and interviewed some bosses in the business. My body was there, but my heart was in Dallas. And it breaks my heart to tell you that my granny, my last living granny, parent gained her wings on this past Wednesday. Man, I'm going to miss that lovely lady and her prayers. Ain't nothing like a praying grandmother. She was one sweet, feisty, God-fearing, Dallas cowboy loving, praying, cooking, and tell it like it is, sister. And I'm going to miss her wisdom. And if I wasn't anything to anybody else, I was everything to her. And I promise to keep the legacy going and make her proud. I've gained another angel. So rest well, Granny. You are present tense missed your rings were ready but my heart wasn't so pray for me pray for me confluencers as I adjust to my new normal because this ain't normal to me because I've never known a time in my life where I didn't know my grandmother and I'm just gonna remember her in the happiest of ways on every day she used to say, watch, fight, and pray. And I promise to do that every single day. I hope all is well in your world and you are taking advantage of this cool weather. We are officially in October and y'all, I'm not ready for the cool though. I'm not, I gotta be honest with, your, like with myself. I think arthritis is trying to ease in my life and he doesn't belong here. And I'm not claiming that in Jesus name, right? Author and writers, you have to go. You can't live here. You can't be here. I'm telling you, y'all, y'all should see me in the morning. I'm like a car. I got to warm up first before I do anything. I got to put it in, you know, neutral and just kind of like warm these bones up. But I remember a time I could just get up and go. And now it's a slow boogie. But the holiday seasons are around the corner. And I've made a commitment to celebrate bigger and harder because my granny loved the holidays, especially Thanksgiving. I know this season is going to be hard for me and my mom, 
But I promise, I don't know about Charlotte, but I'll tell you what Charlotte's going to do. Charlotte's going to surround herself with people that genuinely love and care about her. Did I speak about myself in third person? I did. Third person. Yeah, I'm going to surround myself with people that love me. So, you know, tell me what you're going to do, Nick, to celebrate the holiday season. I mean, what's your favorite holiday? I enjoy um, Halloween, especially this uh, week, because my nephew's turning one on Halloween. So that's oh. amazing. Have a Halloween baby. It's going to be weird and cool at the same time. So I can't wait for that. Well, my son's birthday is Tuesday, so I know about the Halloween baby. But, you know, I, I mean, I really love a good Cajun fried turkey and uh, some good macaroni and cheese. I'll take it Thanksgiving Man, Thanksgiving is what I'm living for, like heaven, okay? Okay, you got it. What about you, Tanisha? Oh, well, hello, everybody. Glad to be on the show today. Um, I have to say, I just love uh, everything from September on down. I love all of the holidays, but the one I love the most is Christmas. I'm a, I was a grandmother's girl as well. My grandmother passed many years ago, but Christmas was her favorite time of year. I mean, she would decorate every single nick and cranny of the house from outside to inside. And so um, I'm passing that that legacy and those, those warm moments onto on my family as well. Those warm moments. So let's go higher and catch this vibe. You yes. ready? I'm ready. I'm all ready. Let's talk about what everyone needs to know. <laughs> what everybody needs to know. That's I'm right. dedicating this show to my grandmother because she is the lady that showed me how to exercise my right to vote. Isn't that amazing? She left that legacy, and here you are talking about the very thing that she taught you at such a young age. That's wonderful. At such a young age. So I kick off the show with a word of the week. All right. And my word of the week is botasteristic. Amazing. Okay. I don't know if I can repeat that. Say that one more time. Botasteristic. That is when you are feeling fantastic after you exercise your right to vote. I might have to steal that. That's a pretty good one. You just create that? You not create my words oh, my, every yeah, week. Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> you okay. not create my I'm words like, every I'm week. I'm like, I'm not going to find that in a dictionary. You but, not. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be Charlie's Dictionary, Confluence Dictionary, Votasteristic. And that is when you out. like feel fantastic because you do. When you get that sticker, you know, and we trend about it. Like, for me, it's more than a trend. It's a sense of pride, isn't it? It's a sense of pride. It's a sense of pride. That's how everyone should feel, you know, especially for us. Like you said, your grandmother, my mother was that one. I used to walk into the ballot box with her as she stood there and voted. And then, you know, I might not have quite understood, but now that I'm older and I know better, right? When you know better, you do better. Yes, yes. And so now that I know better, it's, it's no surprise that I have become far more involved with the political process than anyone. And so we have to pass that on. So you're passing your grandmother's legacy on. You'll pass that on to your son and other family members and it's incumbent upon, upon us to do that you know when our grandmother and mothers were coming up they had to pay a poll tax in order to vote mm. the history of that shows paid a toll pack poll tax so for us there should be no excuse for us not to get to the ballot box and exercise our most fundamental right which is the right to vote so I'm glad you share that today because that brings back to a time where I first learned that really it's it's a, it's to be something that you should do not that someone has to coerce you to do it mm -hmm. but it's something it should be what you uh, quite naturally your family should be talking about it because what happens at the ballot box affects all of our lives and we yeah. weren't allowed to do it for 
for so long. That's right. Even if you paid that poll tax, that didn't. That's I right. guarantee and you, you was going to be able to vote. That is so true. You think about what our ancestors... Look at you. Look at yeah, look at him. <laughs> when, um, what our ancestors sacrificed for us to have the right to vote. That one reason alone should be the reason that we should not miss any type of election because we have the right to do it without the sacrifices that our ancestors... Uh, you know, had to, had to, had to, you know, push forward for us to have. So we have it and we have it, we have that access, right? We talk about access Easy. all the time. Easy we have privilege. access, yeah. access, but it was built on the shoulders of our grandparents and, and our ancestors. So this is such a timely topic as we are literally in the early voting period and weeks, uh, just a, a little bit over a week or so before the November 5th uh, local election. So I'm glad to be here and to share with you um, not only why is it important, but just the things that voters should know that maybe they don't know. Maybe right. you're not a part of the political yeah, process. Yeah. Maybe the topic is not happening in your household or at work. And so when you when you said, hey, can you come be a part of this? That's right. The first piece is education. So once you educate people, then they know what to do after that and, and what their rights are as a voter. So timely, timely topic. Yes. So I, I start every show with a segment called Send a Trend. Okay. You ready to talk about it? Let's talk about the trend. Okay, I'm gonna talk about the sin, you know, because I work for Bless Beats. So you're saying <laughs> sin, S I N, and, or, or trend. trend. Okay, got All right, you. you sin ready? or trend. Sin or trend. Got it. When you are of voting age and you do not vote, is that a sin or is that a trend? So I'm gonna challenge it just for a bit. I'm gonna say both. Wow. Right? I'm gonna say both. Well, I'm a, I'm a, um, I, I definitely believe in Christ and, 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 you know, I, I, I have, we have to be very careful about the hat that we wear and, and our personal opinions. Um, so I would say it is a sin. Like if you have the right to vote and if you're of age to do that, um, it's almost a requirement. You should be doing it, but I'm going to go more on the trend side of it. Mm. So it is a trend that the lowest voting registered and lowest voting demographic is that 18 to 25 to 30 range. I would say 18 to 30 range. So wow. it is a trend that the lowest amount of folks that decide to exercise their right is of that age group. And I'm so glad we're on this show because it seems like that age group might be listeners uh, to this this particular uh, radio station. And so I would say group, trend. So yeah. <laughs> when you look at any election and the results and you look at the demographics of individuals that that choose to turn out. We're always at the no a lower number. Uh, so let's stick with trend more so, and I guess a little bit away from seeing. Okay, I mean, <laughs> you want to put that scientist. pressure on anyone. <laughs> you, you, you're the political scientist. Right. I'm just, you know, vessel. I'm just trying to right. get people to vote right. and try to understand this process because it is a process. That's and right. one reason why I do it is because I know my history. Sure. And I know what. You know, some people, it's like the cost of salvation is priceless. You know, and some people right. lost their lives That's right. because of trying to vote because they knew, like, hey, if I have no vote, I have no voice. That's right. And I, I, I need somebody to understand that we have some grievances, too. That's right. And so that's one reason why I do it. Absolutely. It's funny you say not having a vote, not having a voice. The reason, a big reason my generation, people keep telling me this from like school and around, people I know, they say that they don't vote because they, and this is without 
enough knowledge about it. They think the electoral college just null and void, voids everything right. they want. See, that's right. not this election. Yeah. We're we gonna come know, back to. I, I understand, right. but, mm -hmm. that's, that's, but, but it's basically, part of the bigger, the, like, they don't the even understand that there's not an electoral college. But in you know this why election. we understand? That's the thing, though. Because teachers way. don't teach anymore. That's right. But that's another thing. Right. Education is key, right? I had to take political science in order to get out of college. And I was confused the first time I heard that word. I was like, it's a college? It's a because people yeah. like we're not we're not schooling. We're not having those imperative conversations Absolutely. in our home. So a lot of people, you're right, don't understand the, the voting, education, right. the understanding. Yeah. And it seems that that process could be an unfair process. Mm -hmm. So we won't dig too much into the Electoral College uh, because that is going to be very key for 2020. Uh, and, and maybe you all will have us on again. Maybe I can even bring the county clerk. So here in Harris County, our county clerk is Dr. Diane Troutman. She just came into the office the first of this year, and she decided that we should not have any barriers around voting, right? Mm -hmm. uh, she decided that, you know, we need to make voting accessible and easy for people. We should make this uh, easy for folks to understand as much as we can as far as getting to the ballot box. So I do have to throw that plug in there um, because she's the reason why I'm able to come and talk to so many people about why elections are important. So 2020, the Electoral College is going to be really important to understand, and I think we can have some more dialogue about that. Yes. But even more important, like you said, some people don't even know that this November, a local election, that that doesn't apply and understanding what's on the ballot and when I go to the ballot box, what will I expect to see this particular November? So what's great is right now, early voting is taking place in Harris County, really across the whole state of Texas. And anybody who's a registered voter, anyone that's in a registered voter can vote early uh, today from 1 to 6. And then all next week until Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And So it's no excuse. That's so, what you're saying. So no excuse. This is way before we even get to election day which is november 5th you have 12 days to early vote last monday was when it started this past monday started friday november 1st is the last day and so when we talk about the 18th to 30 range and them showing up and knowing where to go and what to do that's why we need to have this type of dialogue because we understand that discouragement or rumors or what they see on uh tv or what you see on social media can be a discouragement yeah not understanding the process can say you know why should i be a part of this why should I even bother if maybe I feel my voice is not going to be heard yeah. but I am here to say that if you don't get a, be a part of the political process then someone else is making the decisions for you so whether now you can choose to show up and be a part of the decision making or you can choose to not show up and let others make decisions for you the largest voting demographic we're talking about are 50 and above so that mm. generation is making decisions for the 18 year old generation for years to come mm. and so if they don't stand up and be a part of the process then you're right your voice it is your voice but if you don't be a part of the process you can't complain about it you cannot complain you cannot complain that's the same it's so true. That's they this. all just want to complain about. It. I'm like, oh, so you gonna go vote? Nah, man, I don't participate in that because it don't help me. Like, then be quiet. Why right. are you? And you, you can't know enter this so, conversation. That's a great point. You know what's so important? You know when, like this local election, you're gonna see many things on the ballot. One of the biggest things are 10 state constitutional amendments the whole entire state of Texas will see. And that includes taxes and things, things that are happening in the, the school board <laughs> yeah. uh, races on here. There's the mayoral race and, and the city council races. There's a metro next measure on the ballot. So think about, you know, what's going to be decided this November 5th 
is going to be in effect at least until the next four years as far as the candidate level. But then when we talk about propositions and what's being into place, that's going to affect you for years mm -hmm. to come. Mm -hmm. And it's more important your local elections the next year will be. Mm. Because what happens here, right here in our city, our great city, our county, this stuff is going to go into place before anything else. You're an educator, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we're talking about education, when we're talking about the taxes, when we're talking about things that affect your students for years to come, mm -hmm. parents have to show up. They have to show up on behalf of their children. Um, again, your voice, your vote, and being a part of the process is important for every election, not just presidential years. People show up in large numbers in a presidential year, but the most vital elections are your local elections. You better speak up. Yeah, is your, is your lo local elections. So again, I think there are many reasons why maybe the age demographic, maybe they, they don't feel like we're reaching them where, where we should, right? But I think that demographic in general, we talk about this all the time when it comes to music, when it comes to real estate. I think in general, the disconnect, and but the thing is, you got to get plugged into somebody. Everybody, you know, people like, oh, we're going to meet them where they are. No, sometimes they need to come up to where we are That's because right. things are not going to change as long as, even when I read the Bible, there was a judicial system. That's right. So the judicial system has been around forever and it's not going away. So you need to learn it because sometimes, yeah, we're doing these radio interviews, but sometimes you got some politicians that don't know how mm -hmm. to reach that generation. That so you got to get the education. So that leads right into the next great thing. Mm -hmm. So part of what our office is doing, we've created an Instagram page, we've created a Twitter page, we've created a Facebook page, and you can find us at Harris County Clerk and learn all about our Vote Your Way campaign. Vote so if you look at it, here. it is not, and it's called again, Vote Your Way, however that way may be, Vote Your Way. It's colorful, it's bright, it's not the old school red, blue, and white that you're normally seeing, right? It will catch the eye, but it's called the Vote Your Way campaign. And one of the ways we're reaching that demographic that we're talking about today is the county clerk has decided to make University of Houston in partnership with the, the presidents of the university, University of Houston and Texas Southern University are polling locations for this election for the first time ever. Wow. My for the first well, both time alma, ever. My, both, that's both my alma mater. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's our alma mater. And so um, the county clerk, Diane Trotman, she's a former educator. And she knows that education is the key to being a part of any process, except especially the political process. So this time, for the first time ever, college students is on, on, the, on the campus of TSU and U of H. We also have HCC West Loop right there in the Galleria. Right There's there. also some Lone Star Colleges and other campuses. So talk about meeting them at their point of need, right? Mm -hmm. Like, here's the location. So now it's on Go you do to it. do your part, right? <laughs> yes. And so so right now there, there, there are new locations. This is the first time ever. And I think people just have to get used to the logistics, but we kind of calculated or estimated between both universities, right? Right across the street from each other, between both universities with the students, faculty and staff, we're talking about at minimum, at least another 50,000 votes between the two universities here in this county in Great wow. City. And, wow. and, and you know, there are many things, you know, about the registration. I know you're, you're going to want to talk about that in just a moment, but they are just two of the locations of 52. So again, we're in the early voting period. There are 52 locations individuals can choose to early vote and the hours are 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. except for today, which is 1 to 6. And you can find this information on our website that is harrisvotes.com. Harrisvotes.com, .net, .org, any of those websites will get you there. You can go and look at your sample ballot and prepare before going in. You can find the closest five locations to you. You can also look at the wait times. So 
So if you're looking at a location, you'll see a green, yellow, or red dot. It lets you know, okay, if it's green, it's pretty open, right? Yellow means a moderate crowd. If it's red, it's probably a line at that location. So again, that's part of voting your way. You choose what location you want to go you better, to. Right? You better meet them where they are. Meet them so where now, they are. okay, because I said they need to come on up. But see, yeah. it, now you got to work together. That's so right. you met them where they are. They need to come on up. And so you, it can be a beautiful partnership. That's right. That's, that's what right. this is about. And I think the university presidents see the importance of getting their uh, their student body, their faculty and staff involved and empowered to do so. And it's going to be even more vital. This will be the first election that they'll do it. But as we get to 2020, now, you know, we're going to empower the different campuses to do large voter registration drives, get everybody's information up to date. So when they go cast that ballot, um, there are no issues at the ballot box. And so, again, 52 locations, which include University of Houston and TSU. And I think that's just impeccable that we have an elected official that sees we have to meet young people at the point of their needs. And so we have to have, we have to be on social media. We need to make voting accessible to them. As a matter of fact, the voting location is in the UC at University of Houston. The UC. Baby, I got some good memories <laughs> at that I'm sure UC. you do. That's why Ooh, I've been to I the used UC. to step at the UC. Yeah. I used to, back in the day when I was in college, you <laughs> needed a phone card to call home. And I that's how I would get the phone call to yeah. call my grandmother and my mom back in the day before cell phone days. See, this is before yeah, your time. You're you aging remember, us, but that's right. That's remember, right. Now, the, now all the college students have cell, cell, cell phones. phones so. Yeah, back in the day, you used to need a calling card to call long distance. Yep. Yeah. That sounds so foreign to me. Yep. Uh, listen, uh, yeah. listen. Sorry, listen. I ain't going to do you like that. But, uh, I <laughs> but yes, I see, you know, because I am a voter. Mm -hmm. And I need this to be Claritin clear. Mm -hmm. I mean, super clear. Claritin clear. Zyrtec clear. Yeah, okay. Right? On how this process works. That's right. So let's talk about it. When it comes to exercising your right to vote, there are no stupid questions. That's right. And I think that some people our age, too, you know, sit up and they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, so how does this work? Uh, where do I go? There's no stupid questions. I know we used to hear our teachers say that in elementary school. There's sure. no such thing as a dumb question. Well, there is. But when it comes to yeah. voting, <laughs> there is no stupid question. So let's talk about why do you think it's important to vote? Wow, that's a broad question, but I'll tell you, there's a lot of reasons why it's important to vote, and and the very the biggest reason why it's important to vote is 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 because we have this opportunity to shape what our city and county looks like. We have the opportunity to shape what our neighborhoods mm. look like. We have the opportunity to help shape the minds of our young people in the education system. So it's important to vote because if you don't vote, uh, others will make decisions for you. Mm. And so for me, it's important to vote. One of the biggest reasons is because my ancestors died for the right to vote, right? Mm, you better say uh, another reason shape. why it's important to vote is because, um, you know, I am, I share responsibility for what happens around me. And if you do, and, and if you, if you share the responsibility, you know, what's going on around you to be aware, you know, how important it is to get to the ballot box and vote for the right people to make sure they're making the best decisions for your County and, and city. But the first fundamental one for me is that I have people that fought for those rights rights for me so I have no excuse no matter what type of election it is no matter what's on the ballot if I am eligible to do it I have to do it and really mm -hmm. it should be incumbent upon all of us to be a part of the process no matter what your history is right mm -hmm. no matter if you've had the right to vote what if what if your lineages has has had the right to vote you set 
what happens around you. And so that's why it's important because if you don't, then you look up and you're a part of a city and a county where you don't make decisions for yourself. Wow. Okay. So you talked about register to vote. So what do I have to have in order to register to vote? That's key. So number one process is getting registered to vote. You can't just show up to the polls and say, here, I want to vote, but I'm not registered. So every voter here in Harris County and or around the state, we're going to talk about Harris County. You can register to vote and you can, you can get that information from the Harris County tax assessor, which is Ann Bennett's office. So I'm going to give a, a phone number and I'm giving a website. Website. The website is www.hctax.net. That's hctax.net. There is a tab where you can click on voter registration, get the application, fill it out, and mail it in. Now, uh, if you want to go to a state level because you're in a different county than Harris County, you can go to vote.gov. Vote.gov will get you directly to a registration form to fill out. Most of our post office services, postal uh, stations have mm -hmm. registration cards. They used to do it when um, you uh, renewed your driver's license. When you renewed your driver's uh -huh. license, that was an option there. Um, you can also, for, for schools, if you have children in school, the schools are really required to have voter registration cards there. Now, may, all of them may not have them, mm -hmm. but uh, we're giving you the website and then to check um, your voter registration, or you can request it on the phone. Everyone doesn't have online capability. So that number is 713-274-8200, 713-274-8200. So first is getting registered to vote. So in order to vote in this November 5th election, you will have had to be registered by October 7th. The deadline for an election is always 30 days prior to the election. Mm, say that again for the people in the back with the cheap seats up in okay. the nose, please. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So again, for this November 5th election, you will have had to register or update your information as of October 7th. Now, if you're an avid voter and you've been registered, that doesn't apply to you, right? You don't yeah. have to re-register. But for those who are wanting to exercise their right this November, you definitely would have had to do that before October 7th. Now, you can register on any day and time, but I don't want anyone being confused like, hey, I registered today, right? And then I showed up at the polls and they told mm -hmm. me I'm on, not on the roll. But you can register now in time enough for the December runoff. So this, uh, we talked a little bit about what's on the ballot this November. There are quite a few races that have an abundance of candidates, which means more than likely some of those races will be runoffs. And so if you register today, tomorrow, um, you will be registered in time for December. So again, the website to get registered here in Harris County is HCTax. That means Harris County Tax Office uh, .net. And that's because back in the day, there was a poll tax in order to get registered. Okay. So the register Registrar's office is still in the same office, or you can call 713-274-8200, 713-274-8200, or you can go to harrisvotes.com. We'll connect you to the voter registration page to check your status, see if you're registered, and who represents you. Listen, there's no excuses. No excuses. Excuses are tools of incompetence, oh, and, and those that use them build monuments of nothingness. So you've given so much information Absolutely. on how to register because you know you have somebody that's listening right now will probably walk to the poll that's right. and say I'm ready to you know vote and then be mad they right. didn't let me vote and they go on Facebook live they didn't let me I went that's to this right. poll and then it's like no you and were not missing, registered yeah you were not registered <laughs> misinformation you know the negative stuff always gets out faster than, than, than the positive things um, but if you do happen to go by a voting poll most of them have uh, registration forms there where you can get registered that day just know you won't be able to vote that same day if you're not already registered um, so 
again, we want you to be a part of the process. We want people to be educated and to do so, HarrisVotes.com is our greatest resource. You can also call our election hotline, which is 713-755-6965, 713-755-6965, or you can text, now this is for our younger wow. generation. come on, talk about this text message. You can text, and we have a text box, vote, V-O-T-E, to 833-937-0700. Again, you can text VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 833-937-0700. If you do it right now, it literally will uh, will communicate with you and find out, hey, what day do you want to go vote? Where do you want to go vote? It helps you find your location. It helps you navigate. See, that's the problem. We don't realize that the blueprint has already been given. It's given. It is a navigation tool Absolutely. to help you go through this process. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And it's so, like driving without a map sometimes when you don't know what to do. But, you know, thank you, Siri. I could turn left. I could turn right. Where do I go? Thank you, Siri. That's right. That's right. Our phones talk to us now. There was a time that we didn't have that, right? When we were in college, we didn't, I mean, we had to go go to the payphone to talk to our people, but now you can text to vote. So we are doing all we can. Now it's just sharing the information, getting it out so that people are aware. And with the Vote Your Way campaign, it really means vote how you want, whether you vote early or if you're eligible to vote by mail. I was going to say, you mm -hmm. know, some old people, no, the elderly, I don't want to say old people, excuse me. 65 and older. 65 the elderly you or know disabled you can get your ballot right at home if you request your ballot by mail so maybe that's your way of voting right okay voting and and or uh early or election day some people just like to traditionally go where they've been going all all along and they like the fanfare of election day it is a fan it is a fanfare it is a fanfare, it is, a fanfare. Right. Right. it is like really they are out there with their signs yeah. they've been There's out something there about election day yeah that really kind of you know just gives you energy and and so some people decide to do election day or maybe hey bring your child to the polls you know my granny used to take me that's right that's another way yeah. to bring people to the polls to vote your way um if you need language assistance bring someone you can bring I was someone gonna talk to the about, polls let's talk about the immigrants or people yeah. that say so once i become a natural citizen of the u.s you know i'm not you know automatically registered to vote like no you can you, get registered to vote with your yeah, citizen. it's that's not right. an automatic thing right. nothing in life is automatic that's right you know what i mean that's right. so you got to work for everything so that's why i'm like let's talk about this sure so i've been to some of the naturalization ceremonies and typically the league of women voters has a uh, has a table right outside of there because they know these folks are able to get registered for the very first time and so when we talk about voter registration we talk about those with language barriers here in harris county we translate the ballot in three other languages of course there's English Spanish Vietnamese and Chinese now those are requirements as far as how many are registered in our demographic but who knows after the 2020 census if there'll be another language provided so if those are those individuals speak Spanish Vietnamese or Chinese when they go on the ballot box they have the right to choose one of those languages they also have the right to ask for language assistance from a poll worker or election worker or bring someone of their own choosing as long as it's not their employer wow. or an actual candidate who's on the ballot um, but some people don't know that. Some people don't know, oh, you know what, if I really don't feel comfortable and I need some help, that you can ask the election clerk for help or bring someone in. Now, as long as that person is not telling you how to vote, 
it's just fine. They take a small oath to say, I'm here to assist that person. But that is a way that individuals can choose to vote their way. Um, our hotline, the 713-755-6965 number, also has translators uh, standing nearby if you need help. And as you know, there are people with disabilities. There are individuals, they have the right to vote. Some people don't know if I'm blind, can I go to the poll and actually vote? You can. Wow. We have a unit called a DAO, Disabled Access Unit. It sits lower for those that are wheelchair bound. And it has audio where you can listen to the ballot being read to you as you're navigating through that. And then the Eastlate has Braille at the bottom as well. These are just fundamental things that most people would never know yes. uh, what is offered to them as voters. And so there are so many different ways to vote your way. Um, so don't let your your um, confidence or your language barrier or your disability keep you from voting. Still, still show up. We also have um, the opportunity to vote curbside. For those who can't get out of their vehicles, there is a curbside voting policy by the state where you just let the clerk know outside the station that I can't get out of my vehicle and they'll bring the ballot box to you. Wow. Yeah. But what if I'm running late for work? Will that work for me? That's not going to work for me. Okay, okay, you, okay. You actually you actually have to have, especially if there's a lot. Now, some people will say, okay, drive-through voting is not drive-through voting. You really have, have to work have. that one out. Harris County, yes. work that one out, yeah. Harris County, for people like me. Work that one out. Well, drive-through voting. You know what? Never know. 10, 15 years from now, who knows how we'll be all voting, right? I yes. mean, the, the things change so much. Uh, but, but we want everyone to know their voice matters. They should be a part of the political process and nothing should hold you um, from that so again early voting is taking place today through Friday November 1st uh, you can early vote today from 1 to 6 or this entire week 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. at our 52 locations 52, 52 locations that mm. it, and they're saturated across all different parts of the county so you can't say north side can't say I don't have locations here there are locations literally saturated all over the county and then once we get to election day there is a choice of 757 different locations you can choose from. There's no such thing anymore as I can vote only at the precinct in which I'm registered. You can vote anywhere like early voting and you have 757 wow. locations now. That's what the Vote Your Way campaign is about and it's called countywide polling. So, you want to talk about countywide polling? Yeah, let's talk about countywide polling. So, this year, the new county clerk implemented, did, we did the requirements it was to get this in place. You know, for years, individuals have been able to vote early, and why not have the process to be able to go anywhere on election day? Mm -hmm. The county clerk knew it was important to keep those locations open and available, and so now you can choose your precinct where you voted for for years, or you can choose where you're shopping, what's the nearest location, or where you go to work, like what's the that. nearest location. Because my, voca my location, one year it was in somebody's garage. It's I already know because we like we stay in the we same neighborhood. neighborhood. So it, yeah, and it like, was off a of Burnage I'm, Road or yeah, something like, like that. I'm in somebody's garage. In someone's garage. You will like, not believe that there are some stations like that because of availability. Yes. Um, and some and I've had people say, "Is this really happening? Is this true?" It is. So you can choose to vote where you shop, where you go to work. And let's just talk about the normal citizen who has children that has to get off from work. Yes, I'm gonna say you have to get through. Right. Houston traffic is go pick up the listen, kids whoever the mayor whoever listen I need you to do something with, I need yeah. you to bring back what was the mayor that did the move out the way when you get uh Hit and move over. Uh, Bill White. That was Bill White. Okay. I need you, them to bring back okay. Bill, Bill White. If you get hit, 
move or move, move over. Move don't over. Sit Get just, off the freeway. Yeah, and, don't and block sit everyone. in the middle of the freeway. <laughs> See, some marriage brings some good things. Well, what what you just said here? Now there is an important. Well, you forget about the fear. In, uh, in, okay. no, no, that's 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 your generation. Y'all scary. Oh, move that whatever. car out the way so I can get to where <laughs> I need Sorry, to go. I can get where I go. So with that being said, there is a Metro Next proposition on the ballot where Metro is talking about enhancements to the city and the things that that can help the transient issues that we have here. So that's part of know what's on the ballot. This is a major deal here, and so you know we need to be voting on that and be a part of the changes as that are going to occur in our city. But you're right. Um, traffic is, is something else. And so we knew that's why you needed more options on where mm -hmm. to go on Election Day. You needed the seven to seven time frame, because quite honestly, by the time you get through traffic, you know, you may or may not make it somewhere by seven. And so if you have a location near your job, a location where you frequent near the baby's daycare, um, it makes voting easier and acceptable. So again, on election day now, uh, for the first time ever in a large November election, you can vote anywhere just like you do on early voting. So it's That's 757 good. locations. 52 are still, those early voting locations will be open and what, what used to be precinct level locations. Now they're called voting centers because anybody can go there. Isn't that awesome? Mm, that is amazing. That is awesome. So I can't use my excuse, you know, because, you know, we try to find, you know. I'm, we try to find anything we can on a reason why we can't go vote, I, right? No, no, why I need to get off early to go vote. That's right. Well, you know what? And most employers in different at different spaces around Houston, they have to re allow you to go cast your ballot and go vote. So oh. individuals need to know if they, you know, you can choose early voting, which includes a Saturday or Sunday, or you can choose election day. Um, but make sure if you say you're leaving work to go vote that you're actually doing it because those employers can also check to see if you actually went to go vote. They can request that information from our office. We've had it happen before. Wow. Yeah. So I'll say. Is make that sure why you need your ID? When that's you, that's okay. right. That's mm. right. You need your ID. Um, not a fan of that, by the way. Well, I know for some people that may not be. That's Texas law, and it, it's been set by the Texas legislature. So if you're not a fan about photo ID laws, in the next legislative session, 2021, that's another way of making your voice heard is contacting the people that represent you. Once you vote them in, you have to hold them accountable, right? We don't hold, we don't hold come them on, man, accountable. We don't hold them accountable. And, and that's so another thing why you should voting is to get just, people to go out on the, front, on the highway. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. When I say get out on the highway, I'm at, like when you, you know, hit someone, you just, you sit there. Like, you, I know you're in shock, but, but you need to get off. The, the, move. Get out of the way. But get out of the way. Get out of the way. I understand so, the need for both laws. Yes. Right. So step one is getting register right step mm -hmm. two is voting and then three is holding those that you elect accountable right mm -hmm. and so in the state of texas uh we've had recent voter photo id laws that have been passed um at the ballot box now i can't give my personal opinion on how i feel about that but i will tell you is that we shouldn't let anyone get in the way of us going to the ballot box so these are the credentials that voters need to have so now you know about Hold registration <clears throat> Yes. Get it, let, let's let them let make sure they let us I, sink need, in. I need it to sink in I need you to be That's again right. Claritin clear Claritin clear <laughs> so we talked about voter registration and how you get registered or how you check the status of it 
two, we talked about, okay, this is the voting hours, these are the locations, this is where you can go find the closest locations nearest you, right? And that you have the opportunity to check the wait time and see, okay, is it a lot of traffic? You can choose where you wanna go vote. But three is, once you vote and elect those folks, holding them accountable. So we do have, when you get to the ballot box, after you've researched where you're going and what's on your ballot, you do have to present photo identification when you come in here. And these I was are, gonna say, what are the things that yeah, you need to, in order to vote? This is the list of those. Okay. The Texas driver's license, the United States passport, the uh, any United States military identification card, a United States citizenship certificate with a photo ID on there, uh, your Texas handgun license, Texas election identification certificate. So that can be obtained by DPS and it's a free card. So if someone says, hey, I just need to get a card for voting, um, that, that is a free card that you can get. If you're a college student, you're from another state and you need to get identification to vote, you can do that. Mm. Um, the Texas personal identification card. So those are the top seven documents of photo IDs. Now, if for any reason you don't have one of those photo IDs, and, and, and you don't have them with you, you can fill out a form which is called a reasonable impediment form, RID form. So that form has on there, I don't have my photo ID for X, Y, and Z, right? And so that voter registration card you get in the mail, you can present that. But now you have to not have the photo ID to provide these other credentials. So the voter registration card, a utility bill that has your address on it, a bank statement or something that verifies you your are address, who you are yeah. and that you have an address, okay? So we, I do realize that this can be maybe a struggle for certain demographics of our community, uh, but this is what state mandates are. And my hope is that in years to come, our legislator makes common sense laws uh, that that fits the bill for all types of voters all oh, types of voters okay I, I got some questions because you sure. know it, it, listen this is blessed beats yes but sometimes felons like to listen to blessed beats wonderful wonderful leave so, so wonderful leave wonderful right because wonderful some people say oh i've been in jail mm -hmm. can i vote i got a felon i got a misdemeanor can they still vote so as long as they have uh paid their what we say paid their debt to society they can be registered to vote or re-registered to vote Man, so, say that again for the people in the back sure with the cheap seats that's up in the nosebleed the they just had hear. enough money to get in the door that, but they don't really hear. understand because sure. you got people that actually again historically they ride that excuse that's, that's why right. i ask you that that's right as, as long as they have paid their debt to society so essentially what that means if i just break it down is that you you have served your time mm. and you're no longer on parole or on papers bottom line once you have done uh that type of stuff you can get re-registered to vote now there's also another way that you for those that are maybe in jail cells right now but have not been convicted of anything Ooh. so if you are in jail or you pulled over for a traffic ticket or you pulled over for whatever it is whatever the issue is there could be many issues but you haven't been convicted of anything you can actually vote you can Ooh. actually vote. Now, the only way that person would be able to vote is requesting the ballot by mail. And so our office has joined with um, with the Harris County Sheriff's Office and others around to provide those applications in the actual jail system. Our county clerk, Diane Troutman, met with the county sheriff and those around to say, okay, if they have not been convicted, they can vote. So how, if you can't have a polling station here, how do we get that to them? And so we provided applications, information for those individuals to 
get to get the, to be if they're registered, then they can vote. Um, so well, that's, that's something beautiful. that the, the most common, you know, most voters. That is people, a common misconception. A, misconception mm -hmm. is that, you know, once I've once I've had a record, I can't ever vote again. And that's not true. If you paid your debt to society and, and you've handled your business, you're no longer on papers. You can get acclimated back into the political system and be a part of making sure your voice is heard. Wow. Be clear, those on parole. Yeah, if you're on parole, you cannot get re-registered. Okay. So the law states that you have to have paid your debt to society, you've served your time, and you can no longer be on papers or on parole. Once you're done with everything, then you can register and, and become, a, come, become a voter. My people, my people, please erase that misconception that's right and that myth i like to bust myths like i like to bust it wide open and I'm tell them bring it back <laughs> like i like to bust myths wide open okay you weren't ready for that, for that one because like, you need to bust myths wide open too that's right because right? I, like, <laughs> I like to i like to demystify uh, you know different rumors that get out there too because people do make up things oh i was told that when i got in the ballot box the vote changed on me or you know just all kind of things and those type of things spread like wild flyers. I'll yes. give you an example. Earlier this week, I received a call in the office that voting was taking place at the Turkey Leg Hood. And I thought, not a bad idea, but that would be against the law. You can't Great do that. Marketing, and, and, then I'm <laughs> and it spread um, and within 10, 15 minutes. And now the Turkey Leg Hut is not a voting location, but the Turkey Leg Hut, I will tell you, I drove by yesterday to take a picture. Line was down the street, right? And then when I went to the nearest polling location, there was nobody, nobody standing in line there. Wow. Close, so let's talk about saying, perception. How close was the nearest polling station, if you estimate um, I would say in less than a mile radius. Less than wow. a, I mean, the people that were standing in Turkey Lake Cut could have walked to Literally. the location and after right. they ate, or, or vice versa, and went right over to vote. To so let's talk about priorities and what we need to do to prepare for not this election, but for next year, too. I get it. Listen, I, I, listen, <laughs> listen, because my people, my yes. people. Yes. That's all I'm like when I say education is key when it comes to voting, when it comes to finances, when it comes to everything in our life. And you just said it, the line was down the street. Yeah. But at the for the and then you will be mad when judges or when different laws are passed or you gotta pay taxes or right. you know, the school board or tax let's, went let's up. Let's just say for example the turkey leg cut was affected by, you know, something in the area where they were doing rebuilding and construction. Gentrification. And gentrification. Yeah. And that locate and that business this has to move right we'll, we'll be ready to rise up or something like that but then they want to vote something. right mm -hmm. to make sure that that area that Alameda corridor that historic you know part of third war that means so much to us remains with its historic you know with its history so again we're, let's talk about perception I, I purposely drove by there and I took a wide shot of the turkey leg cut and then I went to the nearest location and I was like uh so what are we missing here what are we missing as a people? What are we missing as, you know, as a county, as a country in terms of our priorities and what's important? And so, again, if you don't vote, you can't complain. Well, that leads, that's the perfect lead um, into the next question. And it's why do you think our people have such a hard time understanding the voting process? Can I throw mine? Just sure, go ahead. Knock, knock it out the park. I'm sure it's going to be. Because historically, our people have not been <laughs> helped by the voting process. Well, no, no, no. Early on, and that trend has seemed to set in our minds afterwards, that 
that the I go I go with you. I think what, black I think what you're of, saying is voter disenfranchisement, like, right? Yes, let's yes, just definitely. let's just put it out there. Let's let's talk about the real uh, the realness of it. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that a Voting Rights Act of 1962 uh, that that was in place. So let's just talk about how we did not have the equal right to vote as African American people and different people of many different backgrounds. And I so I think voter disenfranchisement has a piece of it. I think there are many different factors that, that go word. into that. Uh, but that is the biggest piece to it is that you know we've maybe been turned away from the polls for many different reasons, and it's discouraging. It's discouraging when you don't have when you feel like you don't have the right or that people are trying to intimidate you from having that right mm. but I will tell you our office has come a very long way and with the new leadership that we have in office we're giving you all the pieces of the puzzle to be a part of the process we're meeting you at the point of your needs we're making sure that folks do not go um, feeling like this is a hard thing to do or when I get there I'm gonna be discouraged from doing it and so I, I think a big piece of that is what you just said is we have felt not heard we have felt like not equal. We have felt many different things, and, and that's just the history of it. And even now today, there are things that are happening that we don't feel like we are part of. And so um, the, the only thing that I can say is if you show up, then people have to be accountable when you show up. When you show up, when you make your voice heard, when you choose to be a part of the process, don't just show up to the polls, but then show up to the next city council meeting. Mm. Show up to the next commissioner's court meeting. Figure out, okay, now they set this on their platform. Now, are they really doing what they ran on? Are they really being a part of, when we pass this you know, piece of legislation about Harvey and reconstruction, have they really helped the undeserved communities that needed the help from the devastation of a storm? So again, registration, voting, and then holding folks accountable. Okay. Accountability is everything. Now, when you said go to those meetings, those mm -hmm. meetings are televised, correct? And you can get that footage online. Do you? Would you happen to know? You're those a very smart young yes. man. Yes, my dad actually used to work for the county. Okay, so okay. I ended up watching. You're a, lot a very of those. smart yes, young man. That's right. So city council meetings and and county meetings are all televised. So if you can't get there, because all of them are during the day, and most people are working during the day, mm -hmm. right? So you may can't get out, but they're all. You can go to their website, the city of Houston's website, or Harris County's website, and go to commissioners court meetings and or city council meetings and you can watch the live feed you can watch and listen to what's happening in these meetings and 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 you never know they and might be talking about your so neighborhood you, 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 yes. so i wanted the audience to understand there is no excuse for not getting this information even if you watch a snippet i would rather you watch more than a snippet right. to get the right. full picture but at least be some type of informed be some type of informed and, i like, there, that. And, I like and, that and it goes to accountability too i was going to ask y'all like all right, so we go there. How, what, what do y'all have in place for accountability on your side to make sure our vote is counted correctly? Absolutely. So we That's don't have a those wonderful like question. In Georgia. That's a wonderful question. So we have many accountabilities in, 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 in the state of Texas. One is we are accountable to the Secretary of State and the Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. Those two entities are literally here, boots on the ground, election day. Uh, going to different locations, observing what is happening and, and what is taking place. And then the night that we're actually can't, uh, calculating the votes, the election night votes, we have observers and poll watchers that come in to watch that process physically happen. Um, so, wow. I, you know, I can't speak for Georgia, but we all have accountabilities. And I will tell you, those, those individuals are here before election day, before the results are here and election night. And we have to do checks and balances as we provide those results before an election is canvassed, the state of Texas has to look at everything, every entity that we're rolling, and they have to sign off on that. So 
um, you know, accountability is everything, but you could literally, any candidate, uh, someone on behalf of a measure or whatever, can come and watch how results come in and uh, precinct by precinct, or, or I'm sorry, by voting center. Um, and there are many other ways too we have to be held accountable. ADA laws, uh, many different laws, mm -hmm. like the, the, the state laws on um, of identification. There are many ways that we have to be accountable to the process. And then again, everything that we do is public information. It's public information. It's public information. So, so I mean, our time, can you believe our hours almost Oh, up? my gosh, that oh went by so fast. I know, I know. So tell everybody again the centers for early voting and their dates again. Absolutely. So early voting ends Friday, November 1st. You have the rest of this week to get it done. You have until 6 o'clock today. And Thank you, Tanisha, for breaking the voting process down for Harris County voters. Remember, guys, you can vote your way. Early voting has begun and it ends on November 1st. Election day is November 5th. Let your voice be heard. There are over 700 locations for you to vote in Harris County. Vote here, vote there, vote anywhere. There is no excuse. If you still have questions, please call the election helpline at 713-755-6965. That's 713-755-6965. And if you are a worldwide well person, go ahead, click www.harrisvotes.com, www.harrisvotes.com. Well, that's it for me this week. Go ahead and exercise your right to vote. Remember, I bring the flavor in your ear like Craig Mack inspiration like Ayala and laughs like Bernie. Good, better, best, never settle for less until your good is better and your better is best. See you next week, Confluencers.